You got your coffee? I got my coffee. You got your coffee? Of course I've got my coffee. <laughs> How do you like the um, the ambiance in, in our space today? Oh, I'm loving the ambiance. I still say we should have had bubbles with it, but okay. I know. We'll settle for coffee. I know. If it wasn't I know. like 11 a.m. And the whole responsible parent thing. I know, right? Yeah, it sucks. God. I know. Day drinking is... Really? <laughs> I just... I mean, he's four. He should be self-sufficient by now, right? One would think. Hmm. One yeah. day. But it's amazing. <laughs> this is the first time that we've recorded where it's been, like, real dark and cloudy outside, and my candles actually look candly. It's not just... It's not just for ambiance. <laughs> well, it does give some good ambiance. Yeah, especially the skull one. I really did kind of dig that one. I kind of love the skull one. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite. It kind of looks like something from Frida Kahlo. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It was a secret Santa gift from my friend Naomi. Mm. Not such a secret Santa. Yeah. Well, yeah. I dig it. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Love my spooky shit. Yes. Well, speaking of. Mm. Yes, so today we are coming off the back of a real depressing, sad, but important episode yesterday. <laughs> All of one day ago. Yes. Um, and in your ear holes for six whole episodes now. Six. Woo-hoo! We made it. Who knew? Yeah. Um, I didn't think we'd last this long. No, Let's truthfully. see if we make it back next week. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the tester. <laughs> <laughs> but this week we are covering the New England Vampire Panic. Yay! Yay, vampires! <laughs> oh, vampires! Not those weird sparkly twilight kind. Yeah, no, they're, they're, just so you know, there there is no vampire diaries. There's there's no, <laughs> no, no werewolf vampire love scenes. It's, yeah, this, this no. is not present day vampirism. This is... This This is a good old-fashioned vampire. Oh, (laughs) yes. The kind where they're actually dead. Yes, that kind. And they probably smell. Inevitably. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. I'm just going to hang that up. That's my mother-in-law calling. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oopsies. (laughs) I forgot to mute all of my sounds. Let me just do that before I... Yeah. Before we get any farther. Oh God, now that you mention it, I need to look at mine and make sure that I did actually. I'm pretty sure that I did. Yes, I did. That's so embarrassing. Literally every week I'm like, make sure your phone's on silent before we get started. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And of course. Uh-huh. We called it yesterday saying yep. the next one of us to make an ass out of themselves will also be me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you nailed it. Yes. Nice. Two wins in a row. <laughs> Excellent. Let's see if next week we can go three for three. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Something to work for. I love winning. Yeah. Winning's your friend, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So competitive. Yeah. All right, Miss Competitive. So. Share. I have a story. Oh, my. Okay. I have ears. I'm. <laughs> Just share. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. Between the late 1700s and the late 1890s, vampires terrorized New England. Entire families were wiped out one by one. Members of a family would take ill. They would rapidly lose weight. Their skin turned an unnatural shade. Blood frequently ran from their mouths. Is this spooky enough? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like there should be some, some blonde chick going, 
Oh, let's go check the graveyard. Let's go check some weird sounds outside. Yes, while she's wearing high heels. Yes. Yes. Their horrified families were forced to watch on helpless as something literally drained the life from their bodies. Sometimes very slowly, over the course of years. <laughs> Only to then realize that another beloved family member was showing the very same symptoms. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I feel like that was so dramatic. <laughs> you, you don't read Kurt or your, or your child bedtime <laughs> stories <laughs> like, like yeah, I know. Yeah, but you, you, don't, you don't use that voice. Please tell me you don't use that voice. Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Well, that would explain a lot of... <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this kid cracks me up because he is terrified of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> but yeah. will try to watch... The Nightmare Before Christmas on repeat. And I'm like, this is scary for me. Yeah. Why are you watching this? <laughs> um, anyway, of course, they weren't actually vampires. Um, they were victims of infectious disease. So this was a time before germ theory, when doctors were unable to explain how or why illnesses spread. It was believed by many in small rural villages that some people who died of tuberculosis, or as it was called then, the consumption, the consumption. consumption has taken off, mm -hmm. would rise up to prey on their living family members. Um, also, side note, every single time I hear about consumption, mm -hmm. all I can think is that it's alcoholism. I constantly <laughs> think that people have just drank themselves into a grave. Well... <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's a possibility. Yeah, but no. But no, that's not what <laughs> that calls is, vampires. That is not what consumption is. It is tuberculosis. <laughs> um, tuberculosis was really bad. There were quite a few uh, quite bad outbreaks, especially in New England. And these also coincided with the peaks of the vampire panic. So this went on for like quite a long time. By the 19th century, so 1800s, one in every seven of all people who ever lived were claimed by consumption. Wow. I don't know if that means like one in every seven people that were around then or like ever. I'm going to go with around just that. Yeah, it was just a weird way that it was worded. My yeah. little fact yeah. that I read and I just copied it word for word because um, I wasn't sure what <laughs> they meant. Yeah, well. <laughs> I can read. Um, so... Over the course of these outbreaks, 2% of New England's population died. Wow. So they were just scrambling to find any reason that this was happening. Well, yeah. They figured the only way that they could prevent vampire attacks <laughs> was to dig up the vampire, the OG vampire as well. You couldn't just dig up the latest one. It had to be the oh, original no, yeah. one. Well, it's, it goes back to the old Dracula stories. I mean, you know, you had to actually yeah. go back and wooden stake or behead the the vampire. What made you a vampire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? well, Who knew there was an actually a hierarchy to this? But apparently, yeah. Uh, um, apparently, this actually like may have <laughs> given some inspiration to Bram Stoker mm. when he wrote Dracula. Because they found clippings about, like, news clippings about this mm -hmm. in his house. Oh, nice. So that's quite interesting. 
But the only way to prevent a vampire attack was to dig up the OG vampire and perform a ritual. So, sometimes, depending on where your location is, this meant burning their vital organs and then consuming. Which, <laughs> lol, consumption, consuming. You see yeah. what I did there? Uh, I saw what you um, did. That was clever. Yeah. That was so clever. Uh, right? Wow. But, um, consuming the ashes. Sometimes... And you thought blowing dried shit in your eye was a bad cure for cataracts. Seriously? <laughs> Didn't you just tell me before that sometimes they would breathe in the ashes as well? Well, they would breathe in the smoke when they were burning them on the, the altar. To, yeah. And people are fucked up. <laughs> um, I love it. Um, sometimes it meant exhumation followed by dismemberment of the corpse and rearranging the body a la skull and crossbones. You know, in case your vampire's phobia is pirates. Exactly. They'll wake up and be like, shit, no, not pirates, anything but pirates. <laughs> not vampire, but I wonder, the, the pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh, were they, no, they dealt with like zombies. Oh, I think they did become zombies. Yeah, they yeah, were, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They did, they eventually, I don't know. But do they, vampires and zombies get along? I, apparently they do with werewolves, so, you know. No, 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 if you ever. Oh, they don't? I don't know, I've never watched them, I have no idea. <laughs> This is my I'm, foray into to pop culture. This. I'm real ashamed to say that I read those books. Oh, God. Okay. Only because everyone else was reading them. Oh, and if everyone else jumped off a bridge, you know I'd be right there I, doing it, too. I know, sweetheart, I know. But also because I, being competitive, like, I needed to understand the references. <laughs> I was like, I need to know what people are talking Otherwise, about. Otherwise, you do like I did and, and just stick your foot in it trying to be cool and no pop culture of this century when you really not yeah no just not i don't okay i don't like not knowing things <laughs> which is how we got here oh uh, this is true so this so this is is so vampires and werewolves don't get along right no no okay they don't like each other but i thought that didn't wasn't there a mated pair of a vampire and a werewolf in one of those books they're, they're, I don't think so. Were get I don't really remember. Something. I don't remember. I don't know. I just I, I remember there was some friend of mine's daughter worked in a bookstore, and I just remember there was this big deal about one of those books, the last books in a series, and how that they were interspecies breeding, and it just was apparently the thing. I, I everyone was concerned about them getting broken up i don't know i i just i just remember there being a lot of talk about this mm, i don't remember i don't know i just remember hating every single second that i read those books yeah i i got nothing i was like man give me good old-fashioned Bram stoker um i'm good with that yeah the same actually yeah um i prefer that yes so um going back to how they dealt with their rituals um sometimes as was common in Massachusetts, they just dug them up, flipped them over in their coffin so that they were face down, and then reburied them. Because I guess upon waking, they'd just be really confused. <laughs> no sense of direction. <laughs> they'd be like, how do I get out? I need to drain Help. the life from my family. Help, I've fallen in a <laughs> They have like a 
Vampiric life alert bracelet. <laughs> or death alert. I'm not sure how that works. Oh, oh God. God. Okay. Oh, this is just going from bad to worse. <laughs> yep. Um, oh. So the most well-known case of a vampire is that of Mercy Brown. In the early spring of 1892 in Rhode Island, you ha- had you planned on talking about her? Oh, no. no. Okay, cool. Mine is far lesser known and not nearly <laughs> as well covered. So, um, so uh, like, lots of people have covered the case of Mercy Brown. So Mercy, her sister, and mother were all exhumed because they had all died of the consumption. <laughs> um, and then her brother was getting sick as well. Her brother's name was Edwin. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so they were all exhumed. Mercy's sister and mother had died well before her. I think her mother was, like, by a few years before her. Okay. And they, their corpses were rotted when they dug them up. Mercy, however, had only passed in January, which was two months prior, because they exhumed her in March. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was exhumed, she looked as fresh as a daisy. <laughs> they said her cheeks were flushed. Oh. But, like... Let's be real here. Logic. <laughs> she died in January in New England. Like, Mercy was a human popsicle. <laughs> she, she was, was frozen was, and just, like, preserved. Yeah, that cryogenic thing. <laughs> she was like um, the frozen, mu- mummified frozen people that they pull up in Siberia from thousands of years ago. Yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> it's... Like she was just well preserved. Yeah. Um. So they they <laughs> burned and drank her organs, hmm. but it didn't work. Funny enough, her brother <laughs> Edwin died a couple months later. Um. Also, Rhode Island, I found out, was known as the vampire capital of America. Mm-hmm. And I really, really hope that that is on their sign when you enter the state. Like, welcome to Rhode <laughs> Island, the vampire. vampire capital of America. Oh, my God. Rhode Island is one of the only states in the Northeast that I haven't been to. I think it is the only one that I haven't been to. Mm. And... I. You just really have I really fun. need to go so that next time we're in the States so that I can confirm whether that's on the sign. <laughs> actually, I need to go on like a <laughs> spooky road trip where I like oh. go to Rhode Island to see <laughs> and then go to Salem. Oh God. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that that's not on their, you know, welcome to Rhode Island sign, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, guess, yeah, right? I guess if you're hard up enough for visitors. <laughs> wow. Um, They might be. Who knows? Uh, Tourism's taken a real hit lately. Yeah, seriously. Rhode Island, are you listening? You should, you should really consider it. Yeah, advertise the vampires, man. Oh man. Okay. So, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go first? Oh no, go, you've got mercy, right? No, 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 no. I am not here for mercy today. Oh, you're not. No, I am going to talk about the vampire of Manchester. Ooh, yeah, then go for it. Um, her name was Rachel Harris or Rachel Burton. I think Burton was her married name. So Rachel Harris married Captain Isaac Burton on March eighth of seventeen eighty nine, the day before my wedding anniversary. Aww. There's there's a few parallels here. I'm, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It was a short marriage. Okay. As less than a year later, she perished of consumption on February 1st, 1790. Rachel was described by 
<laughs> Judge oh, <no>. John, <laughs> best surname ever. Pettibone. <laughs> I wonder if he had a cousin named Lemon Dingle. <laughs> <laughs> There's this street near where um, where some family members had lived recently. They've moved now. Um, that was named Joseph Lemon Dingle. No, John Joseph Lemon Dingle Road or something like that. Yeah. And literally every time that we'd go past, we'd be like, his name is my name too. <laughs> oh, um, but no, his surname was Petty Boner. <laughs> bone. Sorry, no, Petty Bone. Petty Bone. Yeah. My handwriting, it looks like there's an R. After. That's because you were so hoping there would be an R. I know, right? <laughs> there was so much comedy it's in like, that. Man, he's got a real Petty Boner. <laughs> but I also kept reading it as Petite Bone. <laughs> well. <laughs> and it just took me back to what's his face in his six inch telescope. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Mr. Adamski. That's right. That was Our his hero. name. <laughs> Old mate. Oh, the best huckster ever. So, anyway, back to Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was described by Judge Pettibone <laughs> as a fine, healthy, and beautiful girl. Um, about a year after her death, Isaac remarried, this time to a woman called Hulda Powell. Oh, Lord. H-U-L-D. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who may have been Rachel's stepsister. Okay. May have been? I wasn't that thorough in my research. It looked like she might be Rachel's stepsister. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, I mean, the way that they love to phrase things, they may have been sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Sister wives. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so, when describing Hulda... Mm-hmm. Our old friend Pettibone mm -hmm. said that she was very healthy, but not near as handsome as Rachel, which, petty. Can we just call him Little Wanker and be done I with love it? it. <laughs> he is such a petty little bitch. Um, soon after the marriage, though, Holder became ill with consumption. Um, when she reached the end stages of her illness, the people in the village decided that this was like a real serious case of a woman scorned, mm -hmm. and that this was actually... Rachel, oh. who was leaving her grave to go and suck the life out of her husband's new wife. Um, That's called a divorce attorney, but okay. <laughs> I'm kind of going the common thread here is that both of them were healthy till they married you, Isaac. Yeah, just, <laughs> I think you're the problem, homie. I'm just saying that the sucking the, the life out of the next wife is probably, you know, that, I think that's called alimony. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't think there was a thing then. Was it? Blood alimony? I don't know. <laughs> I'll take my alimony and your next Boy, wife's blood. There you go. Um, anyway, they decided that this was actually Rachel, who had been dead for about three years at the time. Oh. So, she can hold a grudge. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I like her. Of course, the only remedy for this was to make soup from the ashes of Rachel's organs. Huzzah! 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 A soup from the organs. Oh, God. Um, it was a party. So around a thousand people turned up to Rachel's exhumation. Wow. Can you imagine a thousand people in one place today? 
<laughs> like also in a time where disease is spreading like crazy. Yeah, but I mean, in, in passing around a cup of someone's. Yeah, they're like, here, drink this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what was left of her heart, lungs, and liver? Uh-huh. were served with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> oh, um, no, they were placed on the forge of a local blacksmith named Jacob Mead. They were then burned to ashes and blessed oh. um, in an attempt to drive out the demonic disease. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure if Hulder was made to ingest the ashes or if that was something that just like evolved over the next hundred years or so. <laughs> Um, clearly this didn't work. Like, obviously to anyone with a brain, this did not work. Right. Um, Hulda died on September 6th, 1793, <laughs> which is my birthday. 1793? Same year, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I am Hulda. Yeah. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Vampires are real. Yes. <laughs> it so. me. Um, so my favorite part of this comes from... Old mate Judge Pettibone. Oh Lord, fucking Minecraft to say uh, <laughs> that name will never not make me laugh. I know. <laughs> so this is quite a long quote, but it is from him um in I I guess it's a publication called The History of Manchester, Vermont, which I assume is constantly sold out. Oh. At the local bookstore. I'm sure you can never find it. Yeah. Um, so his quote goes she became ill soon after they were married and when she was in the last stages of consumption a strange infatuation took possession of the minds and of connect of the connections and friends of the family they were induced to believe that if the vitals of the first wife could be consumed by being burned in a charcoal fire it would effect a cure of the sick second wife <laughs> it gets better such was the strange delusion that they disinterred the first wife who'd been buried about three years they took out the liver heart and lungs what remained of them and burned them to ashes on the blacksmith's forge of jacob mead it was the month of february and good slaying oh i read that quote about the good slaying i didn't know who had said it <laughs> how do you go from oh we burned her ashes to you know what it was a really good time to go for a sleigh ride i did actually see that was getting it and i was like what what the hell does slaying slaying have to do i mean slaying as in s-l-a-y no no slaying like I know, but jingle I, bells I, yeah, that was, um, yeah okay so that that cracked me up every time i read this and yeah. i was like oh my god but i it have to time it, it was the month of february and good slaying such yeah. was the excitement that from 500 to a thousand people were present <laughs> I don't I'm like, okay, cool. Can we go back to the part where you made somebody drink another lady's remains? <laughs> like, should that maybe be the focus here? They buried the lead. Pettybone? <laughs> or unburied the lead. They I'm unburied sure. the lead. Sure that lead was that... undead. Undead. Was an undead lead. It was there to suck your blood. Oh my god. <laughs> so oh. that is... My story. Um, I love it uh, so much. And well, what's really funny is some of the notes that, I, because like I said, my guy, I mean, God bless him, poor little Frederick Ransom. He was a, a Dartmouth University student from a very wealthy family. And now get this, he was in South Woodstock, Vermont. So 
Anyway, he dies of tuberculosis on, this is what makes it really good, too, on February 14th. It's <laughs> a Valentine's Day He was. He was only death. 20. And he was only 20. Poor thing. He's a little baby. He was. But, anyway, his, it, because of, at that time, like you said, the tuberculosis panic and, and the vampire panic and all of that, people were terrified that he was going to rise up from the grave and infect the rest of his family. So, um, the father, and now, mind you, this is supposed to be a, a well-educated man who's very successful in town, but uh-huh. he was so <laughs> worried that his son would jump up out the grave and start sucking the life out of his remaining family that he had him exhumed and had his heart removed and burned on the local blacksmith's forge. And so, Wait, so th- was this like a preemptive strike? He was I, like, I don't know if you're a vampire, but just in but case. just in case, I'm going to go ahead and cool. do this. That's cold. Yeah, so <laughs> so anyway, this this happens. And what really got me was this was apparently such a common occurrence. I mean, I thought we were just being clever and finding these off-the-wall bizarro stories. No, no, it this happened a lot. was extremely common. David, Henry David Thoreau actually noted it in his journals yeah and what circles back to your lovely story is Hmm. he's writing about this in in his journals and he talks about how that um uh ransom's heart was uh, there when it was burned there were supposedly hundreds of onlookers and it was burned on the local blacksmith's forge but then he also mentions that um There was a record of Timothy Mead, so I guess that must have been Jacob's brother or something. Gosh, get this: Timothy Mead officiated at the altar in the sacrifice to the demon vampire, who it believed was still sucking the blood of the then living wife of Captain Burton. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with it was Rachel's blood that they that Timothy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're talking about. because that was the name of the guy that did the blessing. Yeah, well, yeah. And so I was like, okay, yeah. So these are the same critters that that have had the... the Bitches same, be crazy. The, the witches burning and all this other stuff. But they're cool with let's go ahead and burn somebody's heart and sacrifice it to that demon vampire. So my fa- like, I love to think <laughs> just, about them just like being like, you know... 50 years ago we made some mistakes <laughs> we realize now that there aren't witches right. okay like we we recognize our yeah, the error of our ways yeah. yeah but hear me out guys I think I have the answer to what's happening now it's not the witches it's the vampires it's not witches but just <laughs> don't don't discount it till I've told you my theory <laughs> vampires Honestly. And the people of, like, New England are like, yes, that's, that's it. it. We finally have someone to blame. Yes. There is no other answer. No. Couldn't be a disease. No, no, no. It's the vampires. Yes. You know, you just, I mean, on what level do these people go from burning chicks at the stake and And, and men. Drowning? It wasn't just men. Right. But, I mean, how do you make that leap from... Okay, yeah, we're over the witches. It was a phase. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Witches were just Look, a that phase. was just our witch phase. Everybody does it <laughs> Every- when they're in college. <laughs> Everyone experiments with it's witches. Exactly. It's you know nothing to see here, guys. Right. 
but the vampires but vampires they're they're, they're the, the new thing they're, i think they're the i thing. think i'm just a vampire person now you know i mean <laughs> we tried witches i think that that's just yeah. it i mean I, I could go both ways but right yeah. now i'm just gonna stick to the vampires yeah oh well, speaking of witches uh that's next week oh it is yes yay I'm excited so every one. seven episodes or so yep we're gonna focus on a different witch witch i don't know if we're gonna do a witch each or yeah, what probably it but there's so many famous witches throughout history that and i love that witchy shit so i'm here for it <laughs> i know i'm anxious for that so anyway yeah that's me i just was like okay i i I lost the plot at that that jumping from yeah well witches aren't real we're over it but yeah we're gonna sacrifice to the demon vampire <laughs> yeah that's it makes what sense. did me in that and, tracks yeah sure I mean and and having someone actually do it on an, uh, the altar to the demon vampire and do the whole I mean all I can see is that black hatted it, like from the scarlet letter the the asshole who kept accusing Hester Prime. <laughs> That's all I can see at this this altar. I just altar. see some like pilgrim hat. Yeah, I, just, I mean it's like dour-looking man. <laughs> it's vampires. So we've decided it's vampires this week, kids. I mean, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Witches just aren't in right now. No, no, they're so passe. <laughs> you know, in rural Rhode Island and Vermont, they really kept up with the trends. But apparently. Uh, it was a big, big deal in yeah. Rhode Island and Vermont and New, Ham New Hampshire mm. because it's just, I guess, so, at that point in time especially, it was so rural and such small farm it's communities. It's really isolated yeah. from everything well, else. Well, I mean, it's, again, it, it falls back to, like, the... And it's a lot of, like, religious fervor it, that that's exactly. feeds superstition and... Yeah, and we gotta have somebody to blame, so... Vampires this week. So it's hard to tell. <laughs> oh, we should at some point cover like um, the werewolves in Germany. Werewolves in London. <laughs> I didn't sing it. You're okay, welcome. Thank you. Yes. I could have if I remembered the tune. Ugh. I don't think that would have. I don't think I could have actually. I can't <laughs> carry it. <laughs> Who am a, I kidding? Not even in a five-gallon bucket. No. no, just not even no. gonna happen. <laughs> okay, so that's me. That is me too. Okay, yay. Are we over? We are. Alright. So, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Yes. Um, please do rate and review us if you will stoke our egos and please say nice things. Um, if you want to email us, you can on Okay, on um, yeah that happened pod at gmail dot com. See, I can actually good read work, here. mother. I, I wrote this all down for you I, this time. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram at uh, yeah that happened pod. Uh, Twitter at uh, YTH podcast man. I, I sound so unsure as I'm reading these things. I, I thought I did a really good diagram. You, you did do a good diagram. Or Facebook. At uh, yeah, that happened. Oh, good work! Ta -da! You did it. I I I read technical stuff. <laughs> Do I get more coffee now?
Hold on. Is there any left? <gasps> There's a tiny bit left in the plunger. Okay, it's yours. Get it. I get the last get of the coffee. Job well done. That's my yes. version of a gold star sticker. <laughs> yes, it you is. You get some coffee. Yay! <laughs> um, so, with that, thanks for listening to all the yeah, worthless, worthless shit, shit we, we know. know. <laughs> well, that's actually not all of it. <laughs> no, that is not all of it there is more guys there is more There's we are so a much font more. of shit we are we... a font of worthless shit <laughs> all right we're out bye bye